Okay, so with that, we'd like to just go back into our series uh, that we're doing on Psalms for the message. Uh, and so uh, we're going to basically be doing it to like the end of this month, the end of um, the seventh month. So today we want to look at Psalm 131, uh, the whole entire psalm. So saying the whole entire psalm, that just means the three uh, short verses that it is, but has a lot of just really great uh, content in this verse that we want to look at today. As always, we're going to be reading in Japanese only, so if you're an English speaker, you can either follow along on the screen here or in your own Bible.主よ、私の心は怒らず、私の目は高ぶりません。及びもつかない大きなことや苦しいことに私は足を踏み入れません。誠に私は私の魂を和らげ、沈めました。しばなれした子が母親と共にいるように、しばなれした子のように私の魂
If my if my husband becomes like this, if my wife becomes like this, if my my children were these kind of of kids, then everything would be great and I'd be satisfied. But David actually, when he starts this psalm, he's actually kind of kind of talking to himself, doing this self-talk, and basically saying like, my heart is not lifted up.そう、let's とてつもなく何かが欲しくなって食べてはいけないっていう身を食べてしまうようになってしまいました。いや、でも、あの、その Basically, from this little lie that the devil told them, the way that they looked at things, the way that their eyes and their hearts saw the world completely changed the way that they looked at everything, and especially at the fruit that they were looking at. They started kind of getting this anxious feeling of like, maybe God doesn't have the best in mind for me anymore. あるに、ダビデがここで言ってくれてるのは私の心は高ぶっていません。要はプライドの話をしてるわけです。あなたは自分の心を神のように見なしたがあなたは人であって神ではないようは私たちが高ぶってしまうときプライドを持ってしまうとき自分自身を神の立場に置いているそれが問題なんですそれが問題なんですそれが問題なんですそれが問題なんです
like I have to make things this way, I have to control things this way. We basically it becomes this very kind of prideful and self-centered way of living. Because you start to look at everything around you as something that is basically there for you. Like this work it basically exists to make me satisfied. Like this with this wedding, it, it's there to, to satisfy me, right? Like these children are here, I, I have these children so that they can go to a good school, they can become really successful, and they can become very polite and just good citizens in society. Yeah, this, this church is here to give me the good teachings that I already wanted to hear in the first place and to really kind of put me in a good environment. Like they're all just ultimately for ourselves. And so that's pride to think like that. その人生のシーズンに流されているわけではないんです。私たちの満足は永遠に神様にあるってことを言ってるわけですよね。でもデイビッドは言っています。この人生のシーズンに流されているわけではないんです。私たちの満足は永遠に神様にあるってことを言
Yeah, so being truly satisfied does not just mean like just this happy-go-lucky kind of optimism. It's just like, ah, like, I actually, I didn't even care. I, I don't care at all. It's not just kind of avoiding looking at things that are, that are frustrating in your life. なぜでしょうか。おそらく僕は思うにはこの都登りの歌、先ほどね、説明しましたよね。都登りの歌っていうものは、エルサレムに向かって、特に神殿に向かってイスラエルが一緒になって、一緒に歌を歌う、その歌
um, for you save a, a humble people, but the haughty eyes you bring down. For it is you who light my lamp, the Lord my God lightens my darkness. That's a very interesting concept, right? So like for going back to the, the example of Adam and even the garden, when they actually took the fruit, when they actually ate the fruit, what happened? It, it, it says that their eyes were opened. Because when we're just kind of driven by this this deep sense of like dissatisfaction, that actually changes the way that we see everything. And that becomes like in any situation that we're in, we just can't be satisfied by that situation. But that's not the only thing. And then Jesus also says in uh, Matthew 6, 22 and 23, which says like the eye is the lamp of the body. If your eye is if your eye is bad, basically your whole body is full of darkness, but if your eye is healthy, then your whole body will be full of light and you actually can function well. So what does he actually mean by that? So in this time, this, this context of the story, Jesus is talking about money. And then the kind of the, in the, that time period, the eye being dark, the eye being bad, kind of had this nuance of meaning that you were basically envious or you desired other people's stuff and you coveted them. So it's kind of the same idea of like just being dissatisfied. Like why, why do we even envy other people in the first place? You know, why, why does that guy have what I don't have? Like I, I should be the one who has that thing and that's basically the whole root of envy. You know, why is it just arbitrarily that that guy is super rich and I'm not? You know, you know why why is that girl so so pretty but I'm not? You know, why does that why is that guy have just everything in life and I don't have those things? It's basically pride. And that's why David is bringing out this concept uh, of the eyed. And so that's why David actually says, basically, uh, like, I'm not going to kind of go about with those things. I'm not going to deal with those things. The actual verse says, I do not occupy myself with those things. In English, actually, occupy, but in Japanese, it says, do not go around about it. Yeah, this idea of, like, kind of going around and kind of getting involved, going about all these things. And this is basically the idea of when you're dissatisfied, when you're constantly being driven by this desire of just not being satisfied, you basically go over your boundaries, overstep your boundaries, and you go into all these other places, and you're like trying to just like, I want to help out here, I want to do this too, and I'll do all these things that are not really your original uh, boundaries that you're supposed to be in. 
like things that you really don't need to be involved with to help out with in the first place. You're just like, no, I have to be a part of this. I have to be helping out this thing. You know, this is like, oh, why is this thing happening in the church? Like, I have to make myself get involved and to be the one who fixes it. So, like, what's the thing in your life that you, you're kind of overdoing, that you're really overstepping your bounds with? Or, like, the, the thing that you're, uh, sorry? To become you're, too ambitious. Oh, you're too, like, just too, yeah, ambitious. Like, you're just, like, way too have intense ambition about. This is actually the psalm that when I went to um, England, there was this kind of mission school there, and that my uh, kind of master, like, the guy who was teaching me, he actually, this is the first psalm that he gave me. And that's when I really had this very, just very strong kind of mission, kind of passion for, for I'm, I'm going to save England, and I'm going to go back, and then I'm going to save Japan too. And I had this like just very strong feelings about this. And of course, those are great things. You want to be a part of like global missions and helping like people's salvation around the world. That's an awesome thing. You know, I was always talking with my teacher about all these like, oh, look at this, what about this idea? We could do that. We could do all these things. And we talked about all these great ideas. And, and basically, my teacher said to me, like, hey, Duta, uh, I want you to read Psalm 131. And I basically read it and I was like, oh, shoot, this seems like almost like a prophecy for like where I'm at right now. Yeah, but when I read it, like, oh, okay. I understand yeah. what you mean. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I think as Christians, like the way that we live should be very similar, where we have this great ambition for these great things that God is doing, but we also kind of have the humility to know what is like our boundaries and what is the role that we have. Because if we focused only on the visions and all of these great possible things we can do, then we basically fall into uh, just coveting and greed and wanting to just do this too much and we're just stuck with just desiring too much. But then on the opposite spectrum, we just kind of forget about the vision and we're just like, ah, like, yeah, it's whatever, like, it's fine, and then we just get very cynical. And so both of these two extremes are pride. And they're ultimately self-centered. So then what should we do? So what is actually true satisfaction? And that is the second uh, point of the message, which is also we want to look at the second verse of the psalm. はい、ダビデがに、に、に説で説明してくれてることは2つ言葉が出てきます。私は自分の魂を柔らげ、そして沈める。2つ動詞が出てきます。
And there's kind of two important verbs that come out in the beginning of this uh, verse where it says, but I have calmed and quieted my soul. And this, this first one where it says calmed is basically the idea, if you could maybe imagine like a calm sea where it's like making it flat, making it even and level. そして、持ちの沈めるっていうものは沈める。はあ、って沈めて落ち着かせることです。いや、あかちゃんの方がある意味安心してるかみたいなそんなのあるんじゃないかなと思う。なぜ千葉なれなんでしょうか。yeah, so the first one is that if you're already weaned off of that milk, you're kind of, you've already gotten it. You've already gotten that satisfaction. You're in this kind of state of like, I've gotten that before, and you're not constantly like, oh, I need more of it. I need more of it right now. You're not in that state. And like a child in that state might already kind of have like a sense of a little bit of independence or a little bit of kind of responsibility already. Yeah, but at the same time, this child is still kind of in its mother's arms. It's still on a certain level, still has to depend on its mother. And in a sense, it's not desiring the specific the, the milk from the mother, but it's actually desiring the mother herself. And in the same way as Christians, it's not just trying to desire these things that God gives us, but desire God Himself. And so for all of us here, like are we like this right now? Are we desiring God for Him, for Himself? Or are we just going to God for like the things that He could give us? And if we're really only going to God to give us things that we already wanted, we're really just kind of stuck in our self-centeredness and pride. And another way to kind of say this tension is that you're constantly perfectly relying on God, but you're also completely aware of the responsibilities that you have. And it's a very difficult tension.
そうですよねだってあ神様全部計画して神様の主権で要はプレデスティネーション的な考えですよあ全部計画されてるなら別に何もしなくていいじゃんってなっちゃいますよね yeah, でも神に頼ることを忘れたら今度全部自分でしっかり要はあパリサイ人たちに自分のパ,ソパフォーマンス自分でやることに全てかけてしまいます Yeah, but then there's also kind of the same way of like thinking about where you're just like,、oh, I have to do this all myself. I have to be like the more the Pharisees, where you're always like, I have to do this, I have to get involved in all these things and do it myself. And so, like, the, the question is, how can we actually get the balance between those two things? Yeah, is, is this balance of like while being satisfied by God, while Being satisfied in him, are we relying on him and then taking the responsibility for what we've been given? As we kind of said earlier, this idea of like the song of ascents going up to the temple is something that is done、uh, kind of as a corporate body. This is something that David's not just saying to himself, but he's actually saying to kind of all of Israel. 私たちが自分の満足、まあ、自分のプライド、自分のフルストレーション、そういうものを解決したいなら私たちはコミュニティが必要です。そして、really uh, まあ、私たちは、コミュニティが必要です。私たちは、人生の状態、教会の状態に望みかけるんじゃなくて、神に望みをかけようよと言ってくれる友達が必要です。We need friends who can actually point out to us, like, hey, like, you need to be putting your hope, you need to be putting your trust into God and to not that thing. ダビデはイスラエルを私の王様に頼れって言いませんでした。ダビデは私、王様である、私に頼りましょう、望みをかけろと,とは言いませんでした。主に望みをかけよう。ダビデは詩篇の110でこのように言っています。Uh, and this is how it also says in Psalm 110. So it starts、uh, in verse 1 saying, The Lord says to my Lord. Because David knew who the true king was. He knew that he himself was not the ultimate solution to the problem. イスラエルは自分に頼っちゃダメだって自覚していました。He was aware that it wasn't just like, okay, I'm the king and Israel needs to just rely on everything that I do. いや、本当の王に頼るべきだって分かってたんです。He, he knew that ultimately that he and all of Israel needed to rely on the ultimate king. その王を待ち望め、その主を待ち望めって言ってました。And he said, Hope in this Lord, hope in the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. And we know who is this Lord. Yeah, and that is the true King, the true David, Jesus Christ. But 
そして私たちのある意味心配ですこれを手に入れられなかったらどうしようその恐れを書いてしてくれるんでしょうか So how does putting our hope in this true king this true lord Jesus how does that actually get rid of our discontentment and our all of the things we're worried about イエスキリストは王であったのにすべて一番偉大なことくすしいこと及びもつかないことも知っているそれに値する人です So Jesus is the one who is this perfect king. He is this great and marvelous king who is deserving of all glory and praise. But he became a, a weak and small baby. And literally, he, he relied on his mother. And he, he literally、uh, kind of entrusted himself to the care of other people. でもそのような存在が私たちのために十字架にかかったんです。Yeah, this, this person, this そして復活しました。And then he rose again. ある意味十字架っていうものはその神様の主権、そして私たちの責任の究極的な形です。And in a sense, the cross is kind of like the ultimate expression of the sovereignty of God and also our responsibility. Because Jesus being hung on the cross was part of God's plan. But then, like, who's actually the people who put Jesus on the cross? That was us. We actually hung Jesus on the cross. And it was because of our sin. And And so, like, we can see from that, like, that we do have a responsibility. Yeah, but even this worst possible scenario, God used that as well and brought it to like, the best possible outcome. And so, the, the cross itself is really this perfect balance between our responsibility and the sovereignty of God. Because we, we can't just save ourselves with our own effort. Because we actually, when we look at the cross, that actually breaks our pride when we see, like, oh, my, my plan was actually really bad. Jesus, like, only, he only lived on this earth for 33 years, but he lived more effectively and more efficiently, efficiently than anybody else. Yeah, because he completely relied on God to like, the fullest extent and brought out all, like, the perfect、uh, result for like, the extent that he was here. And he completely knew and understood. Uh, his role and his calling.、ねアア and then, you know, for us, and for us, we're completely reversed, where we have basically really, really bad efficiency, where we're like, oh, let's do this, let's do all these ideas, look at i d e a that idea is cool, and then we don't actually do any of them. And 
そんなやつらですよ。いや、and but when we look at Jesus on the cross, we can actually see like, oh, this is what relying on God is. Okay, now I get it. And there's one other thing that it also uh, resolves for us. You know, some my my daughters always ask me, like, hey, like, hey, Dad, do you know do you know FOMO? Do you know that that F O M O? You guys know FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. The fear, the fear of missing out. Fear of missing out. っていうのはパーティー逃したらどうしようとか分かります。そういう感覚。あ、なんか僕がいない間になんかすごいことが起こっちゃってるんじゃないか。すごい、すごい体験を逃してしまってるんじゃないか。フィアを見せんアウトって
今日神様に安息安心満足してください。